Hi, I'm Grace Freeman, host of Governing Missouri, and I'm so happy you all are joining us today for our episode. Today, we're going to really delve into the school board and the school district of Kansas City, Missouri. We have interviews lined up with school board member Mark Wasserstrom, as well as local teacher Shelby Enright. I really want to, before we get started, dive into just a little snippet uh, about the school board and how it works here in Kansas City, Missouri, specifically in this episode. So the school board has seven seats. In 2020, those seats were competed for by 12 different members. Now, there is another upcoming election on April 6th where some seats are up for grabs, including the school board member we're interviewing today, Mark. So we really encourage you guys to listen and think about who you're interested in representing you, as well as what these positions really have power over. So as Mark's going to go over, a lot of what a school board's job is, is to hire the superintendent and monitor different parts of his job. That being said, Mark's going to go into a little bit about how the school board maybe should have more responsibility and should be forming different committees as well as the all-important budget committee. So I really encourage you guys to listen through all of this podcast. Mark really has a lot to say. So he is the school board member of Subdistrict 5. Again, there's seven subdistricts in Kansas City, Missouri. And feel free, you can easily Google to see which subdistrict represents you. This conversation I'm about to present with Mark is interesting and really deeply detailed. He had a lot to say about his community, and it ranged through a lot of different things from Southwest High School, how much we pay to just keep up the building, to that budget committee I mentioned earlier. But I'll just let y'all get into it. Grace, for what it's worth, in going door to door and talking to people who live in my neighborhood, there is tremendous frustration out in the neighborhoods because for all the money and all the outside consultants and inside staff that the school board has, they are jackasses trying to do a snow job. They don't give a, they have their own ideological concept of education. I'm not saying they're not good teachers. You know, they try to get people with very, very fine credentials, but they lack common sense, they lack direction, and they don't give a damn about what the community wants. They care about what they want. Mm -hmm. They care what about what the Kauffman Foundation wants. There's a little circle mm -hmm. that runs a rigged show, and, the, and they are sincere as far as they go. I mean, it's not like anybody's trying to line their pockets with profits, but they are highly ideological. Hell, Southwest High School was one of the best high schools in the United States, and I felt hogtied and held back, and I had all sorts of ideas about how when I grew up and I could do something, I was going to make sure that kids got a good education back then. And I look at the mm. education now, and I just want to cry. Mm -hmm. Well, and I appreciate you jumping right into this. Um, can you take a moment just to tell 
um, us and the listeners um, a little bit about yourself and your role and, you know, in the school board and just as kind of an introduction? Well, it's interesting. I think on paper, the board of directors of any organization is charged with the responsibility of overseeing the mission of the organization. Not so with the school board. It's a very, very limited role. According to Patty Mansur, the current president, and Mark Bedell, the current superintendent, the role of a board of directors is A, to hire a superintendent, and B, to periodically evaluate the superintendent to uh, see whether he's carrying out the general policies set forth in uh, the bylaws of the board, period. Otherwise, the board's supposed to shut up and keep out of the way. He said, well, the most important part of any organization is the budget committee. So Mm -hmm. you get on the budget committee. So I called up Patty Manser right after we organized the board. I said, Patty, I want to be on the budget committee. She said, Mark, honey, we don't have committees. I said, what do you mean you don't have committees? She said, well, you know, for a while, the board was always fighting. We didn't do anything because we were always fighting. And we discovered the reason why we fought so much was we had committees So we got rid of the committees, and so we don't have committees. (laughs) So I said to myself, that is bullshit. That is just ridiculous. So one of the board members that I think very highly of is Rita Cortez. Rita used to be an attorney, and then she ran her family construction business When she got out of college, she had spent several years doing research as a legislative aide to Senator Jack Danforth when Danforth was in Washington representing the state of Missouri. She's a pretty solid person. And so I said, Rita, does it make any sense to you that we don't have a budget committee? She said, Mark, that sounds crazy to me. By God, we have a budget committee now. Now, it's an ad hoc committee. They don't even want to call it a regular committee. But for the first time in 10 years, we have a budget committee. And I think the school district will be better off having a budget committee so that the board has some idea what they're voting on when they are asked to approve an annual budget for the school district. It's interesting you bring up Southwest. That's actually also where my grandma went to high school. And it's such a beautiful building. And, you know, it's currently still empty. Is that correct? Not only is it empty, Ms. Freeman, do you have any idea how much it costs the school district to maintain an empty building there? I do not. As a member of the budget. Uh, I ask. I ask. I, I ask, and they wouldn't tell me. As a board member, they wouldn't tell me. I'll just do a sunshine law request, a statutory request, so that if they didn't answer with me within a few 
business days, they'd be committing a crime. Uh, as defined by Missouri statutes, that's criminal for a government entity to refuse to provide a, documents upon a written request in them to keep Southwest open or to keep Brian open. And uh, after I gave them the money, they said, well, most of the costs they uh, pulled together, $200,000 a year to keep Southwest mm. as an empty building. It's just that everybody that has money gets out of the Kansas City Public School District. Now, the mm. Kansas City Public School District does okay up until sixth grade. At sixth grade, people start bailing. Uh, they're trying to get accreditation to the state of Missouri. So there was some uh, false information sent to Jeff City about uh, school attendance because uh, the folks got over enthusiastic about trying to get accreditation, even if it involved giving some false information to the state of Missouri to get there. And so with the new guy that came in, uh, the deal was that uh, he said, we have to have a goal of growing the school district. In I could give you guys some more time to sit with Mark's interview because it's clear he knows a lot about what's going on in the school president member, and he has a lot of thoughts about it. I do hope you got to see a little bit behind the curtain of our school board through this interview. And I encourage you to re-listen to it because I could have listened to it 30 times. <laughs> um, but I do want to just give a little time of the episode to hear an answer from a local teacher that I interviewed. Shelby Enright is a teacher in Kansas City. Um, and she really spoke a lot about um, her students and her care for them. But I just want to play this clip about what she thinks is one of the most pressing issues right now. And you'll notice it's different than anything Mark really mentioned. So just want to give you guys the, a moment to hear a little bit from Shelby. Specifically, Shelby talking about the COVID pandemic response by the schools. Living on the Kansas side now and then working in Missouri, seeing Governor Kelly's response on the Kansas side, I feel like she at least tried her best. And I felt like she had a good execution plan for things to try out. Maybe it didn't always work, but I feel like during this pandemic, there's one thing we have learned that we've got to try things out and see what things work and don't work. So trial by error for sure. Um, and in Missouri, I felt like Governor Parsons was just waiting for some someone higher up from him to tell him what to do. And so with that, they're just being a lot of issues as far as like mask mandates or um, what to do with schools and businesses. And, and so I think especially going into sometimes like when I drive down to Arkansas on occasion, driving through some of those rural towns, I can see that there are a lot of people that just don't seem to care about coronavirus. And so um, I think if there had been more of a push maybe on Governor Parsons' side or others that there would be maybe a different reaction 
or um, action at all, mm-hmm. I guess, in Missouri for that. Yes, you guys are just as important as any of the political guests we interview. You know, like you are the constituents and in theory, you should have the power. And that's what we're trying to get back to in some way. So just reiterating, we want to say a big thank you to Shelby uh, for everything she's doing in the community. You know, the teachers are really on the front lines of not only the pandemic crisis, but the education of our future. Um, So I always find it a great honor to get to talk to a teacher. Um, you know, that being said, I want to keep these episodes pretty short. So hopefully we'll have a chance to interview Shelby more in an upcoming episode. Um, just to finish up, I know we threw a lot at you today, but that's local government. It's crafty. It's constant. It's sometimes confusing, but what it really is, is closer to you than you might think. We hope you enjoyed this inaugural episode, the state of the school board in Kansas city. Please rate, subscribe, and continue to listen as you as we delve into local politics and what they mean for us.